0: Shalom, greetings in the name of the Lord Welcome to Seekers of Truth I am your host, Alonzo Mendoza And today we have a very special guest A beautiful lady A woman of God, a prophetess And uh, she's the most Beautifulest woman I've ever seen in my life Sister Connie, why don't you say hi to everybody
1: Hello everybody
0: Yes. Uh, last episode, of uh, those of you who recall We've been talking about The subject of Um Am I a Christian? Forward slash what is a Christian? And if you haven't heard that episode, I recommend you to go ahead and and pause this one and go back and go through that one. Otherwise, so you can catch up. You know, I don't want to do a a complete recap. It'll take too long. And so we're going to continue with this with this subject. We were talking about um, Christians. Uh, Sister Connie, you've been around in Christianity or in the apostolic faith uh, for much longer than I have. So as far back as you can remember going to Sunday school uh, things that they were teaching you on how to be a Christian I'm assuming it had to do with a lot of uh, teaching on love loving your neighbor as yourself and whatnot is that correct or how was it for you
1: mm, I don't know if I would exactly say it was all teaching and love I think in the beginning it was more doctrinating people like okay. this is what we believe I, I in the I would say maybe like that first experience when you came into church like you know I came from a a home that I can't say was broken I had a mom and a dad there but it still was broken you know my dad was very very rough around his edges and um, there was a lot of abuse in the house and so when I came into church I was looking for love and I got it the first night I showed up to a service. I mean, God wrapped his arms around me. I got filled with the Holy Ghost the very first night, not even knowing what it was. I was speaking in tongues. Uh, the the individual who brought me there she was my god sister her parents were my uh, godparents but I got filled with the Holy Ghost immediately and I remember she asked me like do you want to get the Holy Ghost and I thought it was like cookies or something like (laughs) yeah like yeah give me some Holy Ghost let's try these out like it like chocolate chip or but I remember she was like lift your hands and I was like excuse me like lift my hands why you know and that's the one of the hardest things like when you first come in because you gotta surrender and just that simple act of lifting your hands even at 11 years old was so uncomfortable you know it's because you got to make yourself vulnerable but from that first night the moment I made myself vulnerable to him he just wrapped his love around me and see when God does things he's not worried about indoctrinating you with something God is all about I'm gonna love on you I'm gonna love on you and I'm gonna impart in you and you're gonna learn this
0: way amen amen that is so true and we are gonna have another segment which I want to do on uh sister connie's testimony but for today let's focus on as far as sunday school what was your teachings on how to be a christian and you mentioned doctrine that is uh very interesting to me um i don't want to go into your details about the doctrine because i know it <laughs> um but i want to focus on uh let's see what type of character did they did they ask you to to present you know before before the world before the loss before those who don't even know jesus you know, did they teach you to, to love one another? Blah blah blah, or or what type of a Christian did they ask you to I think
1: that it? that they portray um, a part, and like I said, they, I'm I'm gonna include myself, we we portrayed a um, a mirror, or not a mirror, because a mirror is something that is real, a facade, I guess, of love. But it's only we love those who are believing like we believe. Okay. And as far as being taught, the rest of it is like we are gonna drill this in you you know uh oneness you know uh shama you know hero is the lord our god is one all this one 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 and even though we do know you know trinitary is a made-up word it's not it's not biblical it's not you don't find it in the bible trinity but immediately when we were confronted with trinity oh they believe in the trinity we were like oh like you're going to hell you're like oh your doctrine's wrong you know and and what happened to the love now and the understanding and not judging other people you know and i'm not saying now now i have a greater understanding i'm like wow even that is wrapped up into oneness like i understand it we just look at it from a different angle but just because you're looking at a car and we're both looking at a Mustang and I'm looking at it from the front and you're looking at it from the back does that make it not a Mustang no it's still a Mustang and that's I believe how we are looking at at, uh, the Word of God you're looking at it from this angle and I'm looking at it from the other angle does that make it wrong no it's still his word and that's why I kind of look at uh, Trinitarians oneness you start getting into all these other denominations and stuff and there's still truth in it but yet we want to sit here and we want to knock them down and that's kind of I guess I was prepared for war to battle and to fight out my stance right. of my oneness right. not to hey you know what don't judge these people don't do you know I wasn't taught none of that I was like ready here's your spear here's your shield kill you know yeah. so whenever you know Jehovah's Witnesses came to my door like yes it was on and cracking like I've, I've been preparing for a time such as this and the problem with that method is when you're so busy attacking they're not gonna listen Nobody wants to listen when they're under attack. You're not. They're not going to open themselves up to even hear what you have to say. And you're not open to hear what they have to say.
0: So where are you getting? You're getting nowhere. Okay. I can understand that. I've been there as well myself. Um, let's go ahead and take a quick turn. And let's focus on uh, the Messiah. And the reason why I want to take some time and, and talk about him because... As as a believer, as a follower, as a Christian, I can even say that um, he is supposed to be our example. Is that correct? Amen. That's that's any Christian will tell you that. Anybody who has some form of Christianity uh, knows that, or believes that Jesus Christ is our example on how to conduct ourselves. But the thing is, the last the last episode. We did talk about love and the way we should love one another. You want to look? You want to hear a really good example, a really good uh, podcast about that? Look up the Church Boy. Uh, love them anyway, oh God, okay? Good. Tell them I sent you, and he'll give you a awesome. discount. <laughs> 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 I'm just playing, but go check that out. It, gets, it has beautiful insight, and it's a very good example on how to love others. You know, I'm talking about church people, uh, the lost. <clears throat> when when one of your child is is goes goes astray, that's a beautiful, beautiful episode. Go ahead and check it out. But I want to flip the coin. I want to flip the coin, and and it's uh it's something that we really don't speak about, and I think we should, because it looks like we only focus on the love that Christ showed to those the broken-hearted, to those that were lost. But why don't we? Why don't we teach about Matthew 23? Why don't we teach about that? Not Matthew 24. 24 is talking about the end times. But before that chapter, he is going at it. He is fighting. Not physically, but he's going after the religious. We're talking about, look, at this is Israel. Christianity is not even made yet. It's being conceived at this time. And Jesus begins to teach and everybody's there the multitudes are there the pharisees are there and he begins to hit them hard pharisees you hypocrites and this that we're talking about yeah vipers i mean he's he's cussing up a storm in you know in their own time those cuss words in his time we'll get into those other things later (laughs) about cussing and drinking and whatnot but right now let's focus on this why is it okay for jesus to attack and to put in their place those religious leaders who have people oppressed by their doctrine by their doctrine Come okay, on. by their doctrine but we don't we're afraid to call out false doctrine and I'm not talking about just uh, oh because you're a Trinitarian that's false doctrine that's not what I'm saying mm-hmm. what I'm saying is why do we take something biblical and take it out of context and make it into a, a doctrine
1: or make it into support what we believe.
0: Exactly. And that it that's we'll that's ugly. It.
1: Yeah, we'll take something that's from the word of God that has absolutely nothing to do with the stance that we are trying to uh, stand on. You know, our our point of view as as oneness or as Christians or you know however you want to take it. We'll take something that has absolutely nothing to do with it and we will make it sound and make it look like it is uh, in favor of what we right. like. And, and we're and all good at. It's it. not, oh, we're very good. We're
0: all it. good at. It. The Trinitarians I have a bunch of friends that are Trinitarians. They'll use the the Bible to support the Trinity. When you go into the origins of the Trinity, then you're like, okay, it came from these 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 type of people and you're like, uh, you know what I mean? And they adopted it, and it got revised, and then they 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 manipulated and whatnot, and and we make big emphasis on people like Martin Luther, who who was also a a, a church man, a church a, a preacher, but yet even though he was a type of a, a how can you call it revolutionist for the Christian faith, he still held on to certain Catholic beliefs. You know, he still uh, catechism and things like that. Look it up. I grew up so, in
1: that
0: catechism. Yeah, so he he still. Kept traditions, but I think which which traditions are cool. Don't get me wrong. I love traditions. We I do. Good ones. I love traditions. Recently, we adopted uh, Shabbat. We're, we we were, we rest on Saturdays. Love it. And you know what? It has changed our lives. Everything. It is beautiful. I mean, just just resting on a Saturday, just honoring God with a Saturday. When Sunday comes, I feel like it's Monday. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I do too and i and, feel like
1: i got an extra day of rest in there because friday we begin shabbat and it's when the sun goes down and it's something that we, we get excited about i've noticed we're yeah. starting to to True. find joy and excitement in in his commandments and it's no longer something that feel like oh we here we got to do this too you know feel a lot of times that god is he looks at that and it grieves him because here we are, you know, he, he gave us these these commandments for us to love them and to cleave on to them and to find uh, rest and peace and joy and find all these, you know, beautiful uh, benefits to it. But here we are like, oh, here we go. I, here comes the Sunday. I got to go to church or right. I, have to do the, I have to honor the Sabbath. Like, you don't have to do anything. But if you know what's good for you. And I've noticed that now since we've kind of, like I said, We walked to a different area and we're looking at the car from another angle. And we're looking at this now from another angle. And now it's such a joy. We get the honor, we get the privilege Mm -hmm. to celebrate the Sabbath. And when Friday comes, my children, you know, our children are so excited. Like, what are you making for dinner? We do the dinner, we do the whole traditional thing. Well, I wouldn't say all the traditional things. We don't do we don't all do the do details. The yeah.
0: We don't do the blessings and nothing like that. There's nothing wrong with them.
1: We don't partake just, in the just, orthodox part of the, the Jewish thing, but we do take parts of it that we believe are very good and very healthy. But it, for us. it
0: brings it brings up a good point here, okay? And like I just mentioned last time, uh, this is not a debate club. This is uh we're all students, we're all learn we all learn. We love to learn. So if you are are an Orthodox Jew or an Orthodox uh Listener, and you keep the law, the oral law, and that's great. That's fine and dandy. Awesome. But here's here's a, a, a I, I would love to give you an opportunity to explain certain points. Point number one, Jesus is is with his disciples, and the uh, the Pharisees come and they accuse him. They accuse his disciples of breaking tradition oh, yeah. because they do <laughs> not wash their hands before they eat bread. Okay, I'm I'm I, I know exactly what they're talking about. I spoke a little bit about it on the last episode and It is a blessing in the oral law, but the problem in that prayer in the blessing is Where they say because you commanded, commanded us, us to wash our hands Okay, and I believe that there is there is scripture that talks about washing the hands but if you read the whole chapter Um, it's actually talking about a man uh, discharging fluids, if you know what I mean, okay? That makes him unclean. And then you get to to finally, to the verse 11, and then it tells him to wash his hands. But that has nothing to do with eating bread, okay? And now, and and there's other scriptures, I'm sure, but I would love for somebody out there who knows uh, more, who can give us insight on why would a person uh, put words in god's mouth and we all do it we all do it in one way or another when we say you got to be baptized in the name of jesus christ for the forgiveness of your sins okay and then the other one says no you have to be baptized in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit because that's what god says because it's in his word
1: <clears throat> actually to just throw my own little twist on this I remember reading one time uh, an argument that was going on I believe this was actually on AOL so I'm showing my age here but uh, they were discussing things and um, I don't remember what the topic was but I remember a preacher came in there and he started uh, tearing them up and he started saying things and he was saying that um, how they were saying well we didn't know that you spoke for God and he was (laughs) like But his response back was what caught me off guard. He goes, of course I speak for God. I'm his mouthpiece. I am his preacher. I am this. And I was like, wow, you speak for God. Uh, I never knew God needed somebody to speak for him. As far as I've known, he's always been able to speak for himself, clearly. (laughs) But just that thought that people, we think as preachers, as prophets, as prophetists or whatever, we speak on on his half. Like, he don't need anybody to speak for him. We can uh, be used as God, but we are not his mouthpiece. so to say.
0: Yeah, that's true. Going back to the, the oral law or the oral Torah, as we know it, uh, I know where it comes from, but I would like some information on what you know. And also, um, in the Orthodox Jewish religion, uh, they claim that two Torahs were given, which was, the the law of Moses and then the oral, the oral law. And, but there's no actual proof that that claim is is correct and if you study the oral law you're gonna find a lot a lot of
1: contradictions
0: contradictions Uh, the majority is uh, they use scripture and it's taken out of context okay and uh, if you don't believe me look it up It's really interesting though I love to read and to study and that's what we're looking at here it's uh, a when Jesus is around and the dominant, the dominant religion in his area, we're talking about the Orthodox Jews, the Pharisees. He didn't really uh, bite into their doctrine, as you can see. He would go against their doctrine. Why? Because he said, "Why do you, uh, why, why, why do you, um, he go, why do you go against God's commandments by your traditions? You know, he, that's exactly what he tells the Pharisees, and that makes them mad." and look at what happens later Sister Connie we're almost done we got like four more minutes so I'm going to do my best to try to finish this part but Jesus dies he resurrects he appears unto his disciples they wait for him in the upper room they all get filled with the Holy Ghost uh, you know we all know the story and the church is born and the apostles they began to preach where do they preach at Solomon's porch They go to the temple every day and they're preaching Jesus Christ and they are winning souls. They're winning thousands and thousands of souls. People are being added onto the church daily, daily, daily. I'm talking about a huge, a huge explosion. Isn't that great? Yes. They were preaching in the streets. The first apostles, you will not find them preaching in a synagogue there's one person that goes directly to the synagogue when he is converted Jesus went to the synagogue and he preached in the synagogue and they didn't like it they kicked him out you remember who else did that the apostle Paul, Paul. exactly mm-hmm. exactly but why you know what we're out of time I'm so sorry we're out of time <laughs> But we're gonna come back to this, okay? I'm not gonna finish this title until we, well, we could talk on this for years, I guess, but, okay. but we're gonna go ahead and continue next week with uh, with what we're talking about, all right, guys? Please leave messages, share. Uh, I'm having so much fun doing this. I would love to get more people into the podcast to come and, and interview them and, or get their thoughts about certain things. So if you're interested in coming on, let me know and we'll work something out, all right? But be ready, have your notepad, and get your note. Write your notes down, and let's have some fun. Okay, let's learn together. Don't believe everything you hear. The media is crazy, just like us. <laughs> We're all crazy yeah, yeah. in one way or another. But may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. Why don't you say bye to everybody, Sister Connie? God bless you guys. Have a good one. Shalom.